The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You know, like, what does the regular season really matter when they just won the NBA Finals? You know, and I don't know that Jokic really cares. I know that he doesn't care about the uh, individual awards. And then with Embiid, like you said, health. And with Philadelphia, right now they're the third seed. They're the number three seed in the East. They're 26 and 13, playing pretty good hoops, six and four in their last 10. Maybe they do shut Embiid down, uh, focus on the playoffs. I feel like, you know, if I'm looking at like a value play, seven to one for Luka is interesting just because of Dallas this season. Right now they're the five seed. I think if they could finish a top four seed in the West, they're 24 and 17 right now, and Kyrie's missed a bunch of time. It's really been Luka carrying the team. I wouldn't hate that seven to one, yeah. but it's just not a market I'm looking to play right now. What about um, rookie of the year? Because I played Wemby, just thinking like this dude's a unicorn. We've never really seen anything like him. You know, he was obviously uh, the clear cut choice for the number one overall pick. We hadn't talked about a guy like that since like LeBron came into the league. So I played him, but Chet Holmgren is putting together ridiculous numbers. And I know team success never matters for rookie of the year. Yep. But if OKC is going to continue to do what they're doing right now, they're 27 and 13. They're the number two seed in the West. It's probably going to help his case, especially the way that he's playing right now. But no I'm, doubt. I'm still on Wemby and he's still plus 125. He's right there. I, look, I think you said it best. You know, this specific award really doesn't correlate with team success, right? Yeah. Like if you have great stats, you're going to win rookie of the year, but it certainly doesn't help. I mean, it certainly doesn't hurt, right? You're Chet and with the season OKC's having, he's a big part of it. If he continues to play the way that he is, OKC continues to have the season that they are. I mean, he's going to win this award. Wemin Yama's having yeah. a great year, but, you know, I mean, I think it's hard to ignore the fact that both of the guy, both Chet and Victor are pretty comparable. They're having similar seasons. They're similar type players. They're freaks. They're tall. They could shoot, rebound, do everything, and they're so important for both of their teams. But for this specific scenario, because it is a two-horse race right now, I mean, it's going to come down to one of them. Like, the next closest person is Jaime Jaquez at 150-1. to one. Like, it's either going to be Chet. Well, she's awesome, it's... don't get me wrong, but he he's not going to awesome. win Rookie of the Year. No, when it's he's... Wemby and Chet Holmgren, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I think it comes down to the two. Um, you know, in most years, usually the Rookie of the Year is on a team, the player is on a team who's, like, not very good. Yeah. But I think for this specific case, like, I think if OKC continues to be good, like, Chet's going to win the award. Exactly. If he's yeah. going to continue to put up numbers on a team that's a top three seed in the West, I mean, he's probably going to get the look. Right? I agree. Yeah. Do you think, 
Is there a scenario where both SGA and Chet, SGA wins MVP or Chet wins Rookie of the Year, or do you think it's going to be one of those cases where OKC is a great season and, you know, they're going to give the award to one of the guys? No, Chet I, probably gets Rookie of the no, Year. No, I could see them both winning, well, you right? You see both. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, especially with that team being so young. And if they finish as a top three seed and Shea averages over 30 points per game, let's say Jokic doesn't play you know, a whole lot of games down the stretch or Embiid, they're big men. So I think there's a chance that it happens. I don't think that they, you know, like in the NFL, or, you know, we talk about that every once in a while. What might hurt this guy's case is having this guy on his team. Right. I don't think so, man. I don't think in those markets. What's crazy is just how things flip in the NBA compared to the NFL or college hoops. You know what I mean? Like Zach Eady could have a game where he finishes with 10 points or eight rebounds, 10 points, eight rebounds. He's still going to be the big favorite to win the Wooden Award. Yeah. And Bede going into last night's game was plus 800. He was 8-1. to one, And now he's sitting there plus 260 after one performance. That's crazy, man. Crazy. Crazy. No, the head-to-head certainly helps, <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, if they're comparing these two guys at the end of the year, like it's just human nature to think about what a guy did when he went up against the other guy, right? And both were awesome last night. Yeah. But Embiid's stats were a little bit better, and his team won and the game. The win. So that uh, that's what I think is going to help him. But yeah, it's it's a fascinating market. I think Coach of the Year is also interesting as well, just because you know we're having, especially in the West, like there are so many good young teams obviously with OKC and what Minnesota is doing um Chris Finch like you know I know the Thunder coach is the favorite yeah. Finch at plus 250 though I think there's some value there especially if you think they could end up as the one seed like do you trust who do you trust you know who, who who is this more sustainable for I would actually argue the both teams I was just a year early on the T-Wolves because I loved the right. Timberwolves last year I like the go bear pickup because if you go back to the play-in tournament the year before, remember Carl Anthony Towns couldn't stay out of foul trouble. And mm-hmm. they were trying to play Cat at the five. And he's not a five. So I figure if you bring in a rim protector, a guy that could rebound like Gobert, you know, then um, that's going to take away from Cat having to play the five, picking up those stupid fouls early on in games. Yep. And then you could just focus on him being a scorer, picking and popping and shooting the three and whatnot. So I liked them last year. I was wrong. They didn't live up to the hype. But this year, man, I really like both teams. So Finch at plus 250, I don't hate. I think, like, a fool's thing, uh, a, a dumb price would be Joe Missoula at 9-1. to one. Yeah, no, don't bet Third that. best odds, Joe Missoula. Boston was, like, one of the favorites coming yeah. into the season. Exactly. So. He's not going to get any love. Defensive player of the year, speaking of Rudy Gobert, he's minus 225 to win that award. I feel like he wins that award every year. It's kind of like back in the day, like with the sixth man of the year award. I would just right. bet Jamal Crawford and have a pretty good shot every single season. I, I got to say, Ty Lue at 20-1 to one is interesting just because of how the Clippers started the season and what it was looking like with Harden, right? Yeah. We all thought that was going to be a disaster. Like, if they creep up and they get the number one seed potentially in the West, pass all these guys, I think Ty Lue maybe is worth a look. I mean, Thunder are rolling right now. And, like, Kawhi's playing, Paul yeah. George is playing. Like, these guys are playing. So... I mean, it's 20 to 1 for a reason. I think right now, OKC, Minnesota, you know, those two teams with their coaches are in the driver's seat. But I think there is a case to be made for the Clippers, considering we have seen throughout the NBA what happens when you mesh superstars, yeah. especially midseason. I mean, look what's going on with the Suns, right? Like, they're a mess. I mean, so. I think the I think Ty Lue with the Clips maybe has a chance. One that I like, I uh, haven't played it yet, but I was looking at this last night, and Tyrese Maxey's most likely going to be most improved player, minus 250 the odds right now. I just I don't know that I can make the case for Maxey to be the most improved player because I think Maxey's always been awesome. I think he was just as good last year. I think the difference is now he takes on a bigger role because you don't have a ball-dominant guard like James Harden there any longer. You know, the team's living up to expectations. They're... Um, 
better coached right now, I would say, with Nick Nurse taking over for Doc Rivers. So Maxi at minus 250 doesn't make a whole lot of sense. What about Kobe White, 16 to 1? He's averaging almost 19 points per game on 40% shooting from three, four rebounds and almost five assists. It's a good Playing price. 35 minutes a night. And the Bulls have been playing much better since he's been uh, playing more minutes. Zach Levine came back, but 16 to 1. If he averages 20 points per game and five assists, I think he at least gets a look. So yep. don't hate that price. We'll wrap up the show with our best bets. Power Hour continues. Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser, filling in for Nick and Ken. It's You Better You Bet. One more segment to go here on the BetQL Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.